Hello and welcome back to another episode of Music and Lu- Music with Luana. <laughs> and here is your host. Hello, welcome. <laughs> and what do we have on today's show? So today uh, we're gonna talk about sync licensing. Ah, okay. And I see you brought your record. Yes, this is my first EP, Love, which I recorded in 2017. Um, I recorded two English songs and two Spanish songs, so different music styles. Yeah. One song is synth pop. The other song is classic swing and latin pop nice and i mean i think we previewed this but this episode we're going to talk a bit about single licensing and um like registering your tracks so you want to get into that exactly so i'm a member of ascap and um so once you're i uh, signed up as a publisher and um a writer a writer yeah uh so and you have to um name the track and also how long is the track and um then i published my cd with cd baby okay and they distribute it to all platforms like spotify and so and i also registered my song with uh in washington with uh the cd copyright Copyright Office. office and i have this uh they sent me a letter with a registration number. Yeah. A couple questions. Why did you choose CD Baby for distribution? Um, I, uh, I went to a workshop with Peter Bliss, okay. and he's teaching us uh, all about music business. You might want to tell licensing. people about that person, like who, yes. who that individual so is. So he is uh, famous for the song Emotion. Okay. He wrote a song back in the 80s for Barbra Streisand, okay. and he was really successful. And uh, now he is uh, doing a workshop every Wednesday. It's called... Uh, um, singer-songwriter collective New okay. York singer-songwriter collective and uh, yeah and uh, it's really good it's a group of people group of aspiring songwriters and also advanced songwriters who won awards with ASCAP yeah and uh, so we learn a lot about music biz and songwriting songwriting skills and um, why did you choose ASCAP over BMI or CSEC? Uh, b- before you get into that, like, give the audience a breakdown of those three um, PROs and first what a PRO is. Okay, so uh, you have to be signed with one of those uh, organizations and they make sure that you are getting paid and they collect all royalties. Gotcha. For example, your song is performed by another artist yes. uh, in a TV show or your song is performed live at an event or club venue and you you want to make money with it right and they take care of it and they protect you as well so if you don't register your songs it can happen that somebody else covers the song or um, makes a makes it a little bit different and sells it and then yeah. this artist uh, registers the song and you have no rights for the song. Why did you register your songs on ASCAP and also copyright your songs? Like, give the audience uh, like a overview of what's mm-hmm. the difference between like registering your songs with a PRO, which is mm-hmm. called a performance rights organization, organization. and copywriting your songs like what's the difference and why should you do both or should you choose one over the other or you know so the music producer who uh, produced uh, this record uh, he uh, told me to do this and okay. I just did it and uh, yeah it's always good to have a backup to have both like yeah. ASCAP and the copyright office gotcha and um, yeah and 
also um, on YouTube. So I didn't uh, upload uh, the songs by myself in CD Baby. Yeah, they handle all they the distribution. Handle it. That's why you see, if you type in Luana Sandoval Love on YouTube, you see like another account uh, which Luana yeah, Sandoval yeah. and Topic. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, for example, I used one of my songs uh, for a music video and then uh, oh, wow. you, YouTube is, is really good. And then I got an email, hey, you used the song from Luana yeah. Sandoval. Yeah. And then I, st- then I wrote a message. <laughs> like, yeah, this it's is me. me. <laughs> this is my song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that goes to show that it's actually yeah. working, that they're working. protecting your It's oh. perfect, yes. Oh, nice. Yeah. And is that through um, CD Baby or is that through the copyright office? That's through CD Baby. Okay. Yes. And how much did you pay for that service? Uh, for CD Baby, it's uh, $10 for a record okay. and about $2 for one song. Two or $3, yeah. Wait, $10 for a record is in a collection of songs? Yes. And... Two to for, three. For, for a singer, you pay uh, $2 or $3. Oh, for that particular service? Yes, yeah, so uh, okay. you have to uh, upload your uh, file in WAF format, and then they um, then they yeah. convert it. Not uh, wave. Wave, yeah. Oh, wave. Okay. Wave. Because you had WAF. Right. <laughs> w- WAF. <laughs> wave. Wave. W-A-V. Wave. <laughs> wave. <laughs> I was like, wait, WAF. <laughs> yeah. Oh, WAF. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I was like, wait, is that like a different format? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> wait, okay. okay. So, uh, because this is high quality, if you yes. upload it Absolutely. in yeah. MP3, you lose all the quality. Exactly. That's like the most, um, that's a standard, mm-hmm. the industry standard, WAV files. Yes. Yes. So, um, why did you choose ASCAP over BMI and CSAC? Okay, so, yeah, I did choose ASCA because most of my friends are ASCA members okay and that's actually the reason <laughs> and also uh, I heard about the exposition in LA okay ASCA Expo uh, yes and like the workshops and yes, trade all the shows workshops and, okay. yeah. well the reason why I would prefer ASCAP over BMI in terms of you could register as a writer and publisher. Mm-hmm. It's I think it the, it's costs it's costs less. I think it's a hundred bucks, fifty bucks for writer, fifty bucks for publisher. Yes. So my record label is with the, um, ASCAP as a publisher, and as a writer, I'm with ASCAP as a writer. Mm-hmm. So I just thought the process for going with ASCAP was a bit easier. I don't have an issue with BMI. I'm, I think it's pretty great too. Mm-hmm. CSAC I've never used. I don't really know anyone that uses CSAC, but it's one of the three main PROs. But when you when you think of PROs, most people think about ASCAP and BMI. Right. So yeah, and most people I know go with ASCAP. I mean, most of the artists I manage are with ASCAP as well. Yeah. So I, that's kind of why I go with ASCAP. Yeah. So that's why I asked you, but you said you went because of your friends. Exactly. <laughs> it's a bit that's, different. that's the main reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So now, sync licensing. Mm-hmm. What is sync licensing? So, sync licensing, um, so you, uh, same, um, you have, okay, one, my song, Sinti, is uh, licensed with uh, the music library, Sodabox Music. Gotcha. Can you I tell people that are not familiar what that is? Soda Box Music? Soda Box Music is okay. a music library and uh, so you pitch your song to different 
music libraries okay. or music supervisors. Yeah. And if they see a potential that it could be part of a commercial or a film, uh. then they say, uh, do you want to sign uh, the song with us exclusively or just part? Yeah. So I signed with them exclusively. So uh, Signed with who exclusively? With Sodavox Music. Okay, okay. So basically, if a music supervisor wants to license your song for their film, commercial, mm -hmm. movie, they would have to go to Sodabox. Yes. Okay. Right. And huh. I also had to sign an agreement with Sodabox Music. Yeah. And so I, when you go to sodabox.com, um, you have to be a member of uh, Sodabox. Yeah. In terms of having access to the whole library and then you can see all the artists. Yeah. Uh, you can read the, lib um, the biography and you can listen to the songs. And then how does ASCA... All right, so Sodabox collects the money on your behalf or is that through ASCAP? It's through ASCAP because they asked me for my... As when you sign oh, up with okay. ASCAP, you gotcha, have gotcha. a number. Yes. So yes, they yes, wanted yes. my number. Yes. And yeah. So Sodabox just seeks opportunities for you. That's or is, is that, I'm not really familiar with Sodabox. So what, what do they do for you, the client? Yeah, so yeah, they just provide uh, their catalog. And uh, for example, okay. if, if there's um, a director who wants to direct um, a Spanish TV show yes. or drama, my song CT could match. And then Sodabox Music, they say, I, I, we have this song from the artist Luana Sandoval. And yeah, but this is how it goes. And then, all right, so say for example, a music supervisor from a TV show on mm -hmm. Netflix or wherever, mm -hmm. um, they're interested in your song. Yeah. At what point do you get involved in a process? When they reach out to Sodabox and like, oh, I would like to use this artist's song, I guess they reach out to you and, all right, how much control do you have over having your music in that project? Oh, so uh, it goes through uh, Sodabox Music Correct. and uh, then they contact me. Yeah. And so it didn't happen yet, so I have, I don't know oh, okay. exactly how But do you know goes, anyone that has had success with Sodabox? Um, yes, the music producer who okay. um, introduced me to Sodabox Music. Okay. Yes. Did you look at any other agencies or um, companies that offer this service? You ever heard of this company called Taxi? Taxi, yes, I heard of Taxi Music. They do something similar, right? Yes. Okay, but why did you choose Sodabox over Taxi? Because of the producer? Because of the producer. <laughs> He's friends with the founder, oh. Car Caroline Barron. She's a songwriter okay. and founder of the company yeah. based in... Um, in Italy now. Okay. And uh, yeah, that's the reason actually. I've known about taxi music service for years now, over 10 years. Ah. But I, when you so when you told me about Sodabox, I was like, oh, I know a company similar to that. Um, ah. So they try to get your music and uh, other projects. Yes. Sync licensing, basically. Right. And then you said after a deal has been struck. Then Sodabox contacts ASCAP or whatever to collect your royalties. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> Sounds pretty simple. Yes. <laughs> Seems like a lot of people involved, but yeah, I guess. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Yes, and then uh, there is uh, 
So I prefer being an independent artist, so I'm not signed with any label. Why? Um, because I'm still starting out okay. and um, yeah, I for example, I have a friend, he's signed with uh, Sony, he's a songwriter and guitar player Yeah. and uh, so his deal with Sony is that they own his music and uh, they can also change his music and the artist and uh, he doesn't get any credit and he cannot use his music anymore. Alright, how did he end up in such a let's be honest shitty deal like how did he end up in such a deal so he was young and he was starting out he didn't have much knowledge about music biz no lawyers no managers no agents he has now a lawyer for music no no, well not now (laughs) it's a bit too late now now. I'm talking about before so Sony just gave him a contract and he signed it yes huh that's Mm kind of yeah that's that's not smart at all. No. <laughs> so now, how many songs does Sony have of from him? That's a good question. I didn't ask. All right. Is it more than five? Could be. Uh, okay. So yeah. Sony owns that catalog. Yes. Huh. And he collects nothing on it. Mm-mm. Damn. I mean, he, he gets paid like uh, upfront for doing the service, but uh, he cannot use his music anymore and he doesn't get any credit. It's like a ghostwriter. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't get royalties. What do you mean he gets paid up front? Up front, like, um, yeah, if uh, if a company says, uh, I want you to write a Spanish song, we pay you $500 to do that. No, when you said up front, I thought you meant he got paid up front on his catalog with Sony. But oh no, no for each song for new music yes okay so but he doesn't collect any royalties for this so oh. they can use his music for big major TV shows and films I'm and nothing right he doesn't oh. get any royalties because it's not his music anymore that's kind of I didn't even know that was possible I didn't know yeah. you could give away your your music so you get nothing in return I didn't even know that was possible yeah it's not even though a writer credit Mm-mm. nothing nothing huh wow I'm guessing now he's like giving advice on how not to get screwed like that I'm guessing right <laughs> yeah, it wow. sounds huge I mean if you're young and then you're excited like how old was he when, he when he did this deal uh how old so I don't know <laughs> I mean yeah wow that's that's by far one of the worst stories I've heard about like artists getting ripped off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was this I forgot the name of the band, but um, a record label was trying to release their music on streaming platforms, and like other artists in the business boycotted. I forgot the name of the, mm. the it wasn't a band, but it was like a I think it was like a hip hop something I forgot. But yeah, it's um. How do you... And you're independent, yes. correct? And you have no interest in signing with a major right now? Um, it, I mean, it's a question of time. So okay. um, right now I'm producing a record with King Charlie Prince. Okay. He's and famous for the song The Roof is on Fire. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. let's see how that works. So we're yeah. working on an EP, like five tracks. And oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, and are you gonna be like the sole vocalist on this EP or? Yes, okay. just me. And, and he's producing the tracks, so he's sending me the music. I'm I'm writing the lyrics. Okay. And yeah. Okay. When you say he's writing the music, like the beats. The, the beats. The okay. beats. Yes. Uh huh. Okay. 
Cool, cool, cool. And what type? How? What type of um, music are you going for for this EP? Uh, it's house music, clap music, like back to the eighties. Clap kind of. music. All right, house music. That's considered like a form of EDM, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and clap music is. <laughs> is that? I, I have no idea what that is. Yeah, like eighties Lisa, Lisa, Madonna. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. I'm guessing Madonna is like a major influence here. Yes. <laughs> <She is. laughs> Why? Um. <laughs> Because every record is different. She works with so many talented uh, musicians together. Now she's touring with uh, with uh, musicians from Lisbon. Yeah. And it's never boring. And she's mixing all like world music with disco, with modern music, classic music. It's never boring for uh-huh. her. What's like your favorite Madonna album? My favorite one uh, is Ray of Light. Okay. I, my favorite tracker on this album is uh, Frozen. Oh, wow. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Um, in terms of like the music biz, what's more important to you in terms of revenue streams? Is it streaming, tours, merch? Like, where do you see the majority of an artist's income being generated? Mm-hmm. Well, streaming is good for exposure. Okay. Because everybody can listen to your music, but it's not your major income. Yeah. And I think uh, it's like 0. 0.006 per stream or it's something. It's crazy, yeah. yeah. I would say t- still touring because you're connected with your fans and uh, merchandise is also really popular. Okay. Yeah. So for you as an artist, mm-hmm. like, where do you see most of your income coming from? Yeah, touring. Touring, yeah. okay, touring, mm-hmm. and then merch. What What else is there? Like any ancillary revenue? Um, teaching. Ah, if, okay, uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I I like to share my knowledge yeah. in music. Um, yeah, well, I definitely. teach vocals, You're doing a podcast piano. about it, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. so teaching, and then what else? What else? I do also film production work. Ah, okay. That's also a good way to get into uh, the industry. I mean, music, and, music, music and film goes together. Yes, Meeting absolutely. People. We discussed that in a yeah. previous episode. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So you have touring, then you have teaching and um, film composing. Mm-hmm. Any Anything else? Dancing. Ah. At private events, weddings, okay. birthday parties. What about, and of course, licensing, like license out your music. Mm -hmm. So in terms of ownership of your music, do you own 100% of your music or do you share ownership with a producer or co-writer in terms of like now, your current Mm -hmm. catalog? Okay, for for this record, I own 100%. You produced it and wrote it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Produced it as in you create the music, the... Yes, I wrote the music. Um... What I did, um, I um, I like to compose everything out. Gotcha. So I did the MIDI file with all instruments, and then the music producer he did the mixing. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. Oh. All right. So engineers, you mm-hmm. guessing you work with engineers? Do would you credit an engineer as a producer on a track or a writer or anything? Uh, yeah, I would uh, credit everyone. That's what I did on uh, the CP. I uh, gave credit to the music producer, and he also played um, guitar and piano. Okay. Yeah. So when you when it time when it's time for you to actually register your song with um, ASCAP, how you do how do you break down the splits as they call it? 
Oh, uh, so for this one, I didn't uh, do any splits because the music producer he said it's you can have 100 percent. Huh. Why would yeah. he do that? Because he's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's kind of crazy okay <laughs> yeah but I mean even if the producer is trying to be nice like getting a small percentage mm. is kind of like insurance what if one of those songs became like a major success like eh. yeah I, I don't really see why you do it at least take a small percentage mm-hmm. but you you do credit people accordingly right yes okay I do so this current song you're working on with the the guy from The Roof is on Fire, yeah. how would that work in terms of like ownership, royalties, so on and so forth? We're still discussing this. Oh, okay. So, yeah. How much percent ah, for each. Yeah. That's very important. So yeah. when do you actually start the business talk? Before the record? During the record? After the record? Like, how, like give me a breakdown of how okay. it usually works for you. So he introduced me to TuneCore. Oh, okay. He said TuneCore is way better than CD Baby. In terms of? Uh, in terms of streamings. Gotcha. And online sales. Um, and um, yeah, during uh, during the, the session, we talk about this business. So while recording mm. or before or after, how, which, which phase, uh, which part during the production process do you guys like seriously have the talk and sign agreements? Um, yeah, I mean, every time we, uh, when I record the verse and then he, we listen to it again and then we talk about music business and then again I record again the next verse. Okay. Yeah. But my question is, all right, so you guys are discussing like ownership and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Of songs. Yeah. When do you guys decide to have the conversation? Like, we're going to sit down, we're going to um, sign agreements. Mm. Is it before you record or during your recording or after? Like, when do you sit down and say, okay, um, 33% goes here and this goes here. What's the name of your pub- your your publishing company? You know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, when do you guys have that conversation? After uh, recordings. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Why, why after? Why not before? Um... Because after, after. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, doing it after. All right, do, uh-huh. my argue, my thinking is, if you do it after, what if you guys have like a disagreement? Oh, okay. Like, like yeah, the song is already recorded, but you guys might disagree on ownership. Mm. So I. I I'm just saying, to me, looking at it from a business perspective, it would seem like a better idea to do it up front. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we're going to go in and record the song. I own this, you own this. So there's no, like, misunderstanding after. Okay. Yeah, it would be smart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, next session. <laughs> yeah, because then wait until the end. The song is already recorded. Yeah. And then if you guys disagree, then the song doesn't get released. Oh. So, Makes yeah. Sense. Yeah. Yeah, just... Okay. That's, that's my idea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what's next for the project, the project you're currently working on? Uh, so we we are planning to do three more tracks. We have finished the second oh, song wow. today. Okay. And yeah. Like completely mixed and mastered or? Um, it's a post-production. Okay. So he has my vocals and yeah. he's uh, doing some sound effects. And what's the well, all right? What was the first song about? The first song is called "Work," and it's about yeah, 
yeah. 24-7, you are a nerd, you... <laughs> like, the lyrics are so funny, and yeah. yeah, it's like a workout song, and like, you know, New York, is it everybody's... Pop? Like pop? Yeah, it's like house, oh, okay. pop, and okay. yeah, workout music, yeah. kind of. Alright, so, the other three songs, are they written? They're he's com- now uh, doing the third uh, track. Oh, so he's writing as well. He's writing. Oh, it. so he's like yeah. a co-writer. Okay, mm-hmm. co-writer and producer. Yes. And I'm guessing this is the first project you have a co-writer, or you've written with people before. That's actually my first project ah, with a co-writer and, and producer. Nice. And what's yes. that like? Because most of your other work, you've just been the sole writer. Right. And now you have a co-writer. So what's it's different uh, because uh, I'm used to uh, as a songwriter, I'm used to just if I have an idea and I record it on my phone yeah. with the lyrics yeah. so music, uh, music and lyrics always come together and then I sit on the piano and I write it down uh, and then I go to the studio and uh, then and this time um, the track is already done and I have to invent a story to this track ah. so it's another way of songwriting yeah yeah mm. But in terms of, all right, so now you're collaborating as writers. So do you still come up with the initial idea or does he or is it like, depends? Uh, you mean uh, what the, the song is about? No, yeah. he just sends me oh. uh, the track and then it's up to me. Oh, so you're still the, wait, I thought you said you were collaborating as writing partners. Oh, in terms of... Uh, Lyrics, writing, yes, oh, no, no. No, no, still I, just you. I just, uh, okay. I'm the only one who writes the So lyrics. basically it's like, he sends you the beats yes. and you write to the beats. I write to the beats. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you ever, have, but you sometimes produce as well, right? Yes. But not for this EP. Not or, for this. Or do you plan on doing it for this EP? Um, I just write the lyrics and he's sending me the tracks. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how we work. And then I have another music producer. Um, so it's total total opposite uh his name is ethan james and he toured with carlos santana together okay as the bass player might want to tell people who carlos santana is (laughs) (laughs) maria maria Ah, there you go there you go (laughs) yeah he tell told me some crazy stories (laughs) (laughs) i guess that's for another episode yeah (laughs) but yeah so continue yes and uh so with him um I gave him the music sheet, oh, like wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, piano part and the lyrics, and then he produced the whole track orchestration. Uh, and this track sounds like Disney Broadway song. Oh, wow. And then the second song we did together is a bachata song, Latin pop. Okay. Yeah. And. Are those tracks released yet or no? not yet? No, oh. because I'm still working on more tracks, and then I release an EP, like an EP. EP yes. And this is so wow. So you're working on two EPs yes, simultaneously. Yes, totally different. Yeah, in other words. Oh wow. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know a yeah. lot of like musicians or artists who do that. It's mm-hmm. usually like, okay, I'm gonna work on this EP. I'm gonna finish it. Work on the next one. I mm-hmm. think that's actually pretty good. Like you're multitasking. Yes. But it's completely different. It's a different way to to work. Yeah. And, but yeah. how did yeah? That's so, but how does that work for you? Like, I'm working on this EP now with a completely different sound, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna work on this EP with a completely different sound. It's like, what's your creative process like, and how do you decide to work on this one or this one? I mean, there are breaks because both music, uh, both producers are um, very busy. Yeah. 
And right now, Ethan is working on two music scores for short films, so he doesn't have time right now. Okay. And uh, the other producer, uh, he is from Virginia, yeah. so he came all the way from oh, wow. Virginia to New York. To the one the that you're working with now? On yeah, today, yeah. Okay. So, and yeah, I mean, it gives me time, spare time to uh, write songs definitely yeah like alternative pop songs latin yeah. pop songs and then i'm just waiting for the other producer uh, until he finished tracks so yeah okay okay so yeah um to recap we discuss sync licensing registering with a pro performance rights organization mm-hmm. wait do you know anyone that uses csac um no i don't know anyone. yeah me either not many people yeah I mean if you guys are out there let us know because (laughs) I've never met a single person that uses CSAC yeah oh the ASCAP Expo did you do more research on that Uh, no I didn't oh but you you might be going I'm guessing I might be going (laughs) (laughs) okay do you recommend people going to those events even though they might cost a bit like yeah I mean if you're serious about your business music business you invest in yourself you figure out okay I don't have much money but there are always ways to make it happen yes and it's really important to connect with industry people absolutely at those events and it's always good if you already have something like this CD if I, I could go to this event and talk to music producers or other songwriters I have produced this this is my first PEP and right now I'm working on two other EPs so if you can provide something yes yeah I mean so would you recommend bringing like a CD or like a business card like I mean I don't know a lot of people with CD players Mm -hmm. so say for example you're going up to like who are you trying to connect with at these events like who well not who only but who in particular are you trying to connect Mm -hmm. with producers Uh, engineers executives like who I would so uh, like who's your primary music target? supervisors are ah, really important so if okay. you know a bunch of music supervisors those are the people that are uh, listening to your tracks and they decide if it's a good fit for a commercial okay. film and then of course other music producers who have worked with famous artists and yeah, it's yeah. always good to have it on your resume. Absolutely. For example, that's a way why Madonna is so successful because she worked with top music producers. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, isn't that what most artists do? Most successful mm-hmm. artists, they just keep working with like successful people. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's the way. That's the way to grow. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. But in terms of art, so say, for example, you have never released a song and you're going to one of these events. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you can't go to a music supervisor because you don't have anything to give that music supervisor. So who would you recommend they try to network with? I would go to other songwriters and uh, musicians so you can collaborate with those people. And there are always people that are um, on the same level as you are aspiring artists absolutely and advanced artists and yeah you just connect with people and work together and then you can produce a track together and then you send it to music supervisors or you go again and you grow and then you you have something to show to music supervisors okay music supervisor seems to be like your key target <laughs> because yeah. I'm guessing they have the Those money for the gatekeeper yeah. same with acting you have to connect with ca- casting directors absolutely yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. 
And producers. And producers. Absolutely, yeah. (laughs) Any final thoughts? Oh, yes. So if you perform your song on TV or at live events, or if another artist performs your song, you can... Um, you can write uh, to ASCAP or BMI uh, that you performed a song at this location and you send a set list and then you can make money of it. Wait, how? How do they determine how much you get paid on that though? Um, that's a good question. Yeah, that's like live performance. I mean, it all, always depends on how big the venue is, Yeah. how many tickets you have sold and uh, also... Uh, how many minutes have you performed? Hmm. Yeah. So, all right. You perform at um, Coachella. Mm-hmm. And then you, you contact ASCAP and be like, hey, I perform at Coachella. They can get the stats on how many people. I perform for this amount of time. Mm-hmm. How would ASCAP determine how much to pay you based on your performance? Um, like, how does that work, live performance? Okay, that's a good question. <laughs> I've never done it. Before, oh, okay. So, but I know that you can do it. That's yeah, all I, I can say. I, I know you you get paid for live performances, but I'm just mm-hmm. trying to figure out how the PRO actually uh-huh. determines how much. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question. Yeah. So yeah, something to look into, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're about to wrap up. Right. Want to plug your Instagram? Yeah, my Instagram is luanasandova.official. And tell people to go stream your music. Like, yes. where? Uh, so you can find my music on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, pretty much everywhere. Pandora. YouTube. Yes. Definitely. Tidal. Tidal. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. CD and Baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. They have a streaming platform? Yeah, I mean, if you go to CD Baby Artists and you find uh, my... Gotcha. Because I submitted it through CD Baby and it's there as well. Oh. So I'm guessing it's kind of like um, you're going to go to CD Baby and you're going to see like a link of all the places your music is being streamed or? And you can also uh, buy it from CD Baby. Oh, the actual, Yeah, okay. it's like Amazon, yeah. Oh, like mm-hmm. Apple Music where you can you buy can, tracks. Yeah, buy it. iTunes, I mean. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Until mm-hmm. next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> this has been a Rob Radio Network production. Check out our website at rrn.robbent.com Thank you for listening.